0: It's Wednesday, the 16th of January, 2019. I'm Alec Hogg, and here's your Biz news Flash Briefing. In today's global headlines, report from inside the UK cabinet says that British Prime Minister Theresa May was persuaded to withdraw an offer to resign after yesterday's crushing defeat of her Brexit plan. After five days of debate in Westminster, the parliamentary vote on Mrs May's deal came in at the worst point of the most pessimistic outcome, with a majority of 230 giving it the thumbs down. Only 202 MPs voted in favor of the deal, 432 against. In maths terms, that's a 69 to 31 split. Immediately after the result, the leader of the official opposition Labour Party, Jeremy Corbyn, called for a vote of no confidence in the government that will be held today. But Mrs. May is expected to survive this challenge with the Conservative Party and its DUP ally mindful that losing the no-confidence vote would trigger a general election that pollsters say the Labour Party would win. Mrs. May, for her part, says she will now meet with all parties to try and hammer out a compromise so that it can pass through Parliament before Brexit's D-Day at the end of March. Once fierce rivals, Volkswagen and Ford, the world's second and fifth biggest motor manufacturers, are now joining forces to build pickups and small vans and are in advanced stages of a similar alliance on electric and driverless cars. CEOs Herbert Deese and Jim Hackett said in Detroit yesterday that their alliance will generate cost savings of a billion dollars a year when it is fully implemented in three years' time. They say talks which began with pickups have continuously expanded as other opportunities became apparent. The news is sure to have major repercussions around the world, including South Africa, where both companies have large factories serving the domestic and export markets. And one of the most telling examples yet of the kickback against excessive pay for executives Spain's bank Santander has dropped plans to appoint Andrea Orcel as its chief executive. The Spanish say he simply costs too much. Orcel, who is head of the investment banking division at UBS, has deferred awards from his seven-year stint there, which Santander's board says are quote, significantly above their original expectations, unquote. The Spanish bank had expected to pay Orsell a salary in line with the £9 million a year that Santander's incumbent gets. Well, it appears though he was going to cost a whole lot more than that. So, the man who was going to leave is staying on, while Orcel is still serving out his notice at UBS. Insiders say Santander's decision was influenced by a volatile situation in Spain, where the centre-left socialists are in power and we're sure to make political capital from something like this. In South African-related news, pressure is growing on the Ramaphosa administration to follow a call from Angola and Uganda that there be an independent recount of votes in the DRC's controversial presidential election. This morning's Financial Times of London says its analysis of leaked data confirms the earlier announcement from the Catholic Church's 40,000 observers that the winner of the election was indeed former ExxonMobil executive Martin Fayulu. This is contrary to the official result, which is endorsed and rumored to have been engineered by President Joseph Kabila, which gave victory to opposition leader Felix Teshisedi. The FT says leaked election data shows Fayulu won 59% of the vote, with Tish getting 19% and the 18-year incumbent Kabila's candidate 18%. This aligns with the church, which has Fayulu at 62% of the vote. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio!